Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Fella. My man, a fresh off the Southwest bird is my, is my answer to whatever question you're just going to hit me with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I was concerned. First of all, when yeah, you said thanks, we're, we're turning thanks. back, yeah, I went, yeah. let me turn back. Keep going. <laughs> I, know, but. I know. Just so, so to tell the listeners, I wake up, do not disturbs on my phone. Of course you wake up in Vegas. You're like, you're usually a little foggy. Big time. Well, I was big time foggy this morning and I had a 10, 15 departed flight back to orange county to yeah. sit here and do this pod with you and it was 9 30 maybe 9 28 yeah, on my phone and i went oh shit that's exactly what you texted. i already me. had the bags packed because i tried to get out of there last night after the game obviously i put one i put, put a valiant effort no in you the tried time. to leave in the third you, you won all your bets won all the bets you said listen you think i can make that 845er yeah. I said, I think you can. If you go right, you got to go now. Yeah, like, well, it was jam, now. jam traffic coming yeah. out of there. It was brutal. Because you were probably trying to leave T-Mobile. It was probably 7.30 when you said that to me, right? Yeah. And I go, you got to go right now. I was a full-on fucking run sweat. But anyway, uh, it was a tough, tough battle that night. Didn't make the flight. Stayed. Best decision I could have made anyway, <laughs> obviously. What's another night sitting around, you know, yeah. shooting out, shooting get, the shit with the boys. You were trying to get home to the, to the family yeah. if you could have, right? Yeah. You, try, you, gave it a, you gave it a valiant effort. But Thank then once you, once you walk back into the Bellagio and yeah, yeah you just, you had the bags with yourself. I had the bags. I still had the bags. I had some caviar with my friend Bobby and his, his beautiful wife, Terry, from St. Louis. And uh, then I go and sit with you guys. And then the drinks start sliding. Yeah. And then it's them, fucking four in the morning. I said to Bobby and his wife, I go, I don't know you very well, but it's been two weeks and you, you guys are, don't really like to stay in St. Louis very much. Right? Like <laughs> you, you just live there, but you're looking to be a Newport yeah. and they're like, yeah, we travel a lot. It's kind of the thing. I think when you live there yeah. is you enjoy getting out yeah. when you do. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I made my flight, got on the Southwest bird. I made it. I fucking... Jimmy snookered right through the, like, it was. <laughs> Did you see the video I said on Instagram? Yeah. Like, Here's the upside trying to make his flight. This guy's just like, fucking. <laughs> uh, but man, 20 minutes up in the air, the pilot came on and turned the fucking ship around. It was a little dicey. Now bro. let's talk about that. It was dicey because like, I, I, we were low. And the reason we were flying low is because one of the, in quotations, instruments, which in flying terms means something fucking important on the airplane, yeah, I think. yeah. Um, was not functioning properly. Okay, I don't know what that means, but the sound of the guy's voice, the pilot yeah. was a little concerning to me. I was like, I looked oh, at the guy next yeah. to me. I'm like, huh, that didn't sound right. He's like, are we turning around? I said, yeah. So it had nothing to do with landing the plane, obviously, because you landed back in Vegas. So it was just we landed, to do but with it was like he it, couldn't get up to the right. He altitude. couldn't get up to the right altitude, and then when he tried to, to go up high, the plane would be shaking, 
And I was like, I, I knew from being on enough planes that it wasn't right. Like I was like, something's not right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was one wow. of the, one of the, like, let's say calibrators keeps everything balanced. Fucking was just Balls MIA. He went like, hey, uh, big boy, slide over yeah. here on the right side of the bird. You get over here. You should just start like, this moving is people just, around. This is just my luck. Almost, I should have missed the bird because this one's going down. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been great to miss. If I have well, to miss one flight. Okay, at least I left it all out there. Yeah. This one's going down. Yeah. Honey, sorry I missed my flight, but fuck, the plane went down. So <laughs> that's probably pretty good. Hey, my flight out there, same thing. JSX, we go right out there, run the runway, and we're sitting there. And I'm thinking, like, fuck, we've been sitting here for a while. Like, what's going yeah. on? Sure enough, throw her in reverse, bring her back. I'll take the door open. In comes the fucking... I'm thinking, we sat there for an hour. I'm like, I finally go, hey, what's going on up there? Like, I was row two. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, it's fine. Just a light came on. It's, it's super safe and this and that. So we both battled a little bit of. Uh, That's, yeah, that. yeah, I know. And then, and then I, I went in the airport and they put another, put us on another plane, like in an hour and 20 minutes. So That's my 10, 15 flight ended up being 1245. So I sat, had a couple of Guinnesses. Yeah, yeah. You One know. thing about Southwest is they got lots of birds. Tons of birds. You know, tons of birds. It was a fucking free for all. They were hurting people. They were hurting cattle onto the plane. It was just, no one's number mattered the second time in. You know, A1, A2. I had A3. I had A3. I showed up almost dead last to get on the first flight, though. Why don't they give you a fucking A? Like, just give me a number. Why why has it got to be A3? I get Section A, but just give you row two, seat, whatever. I don't don't get that. It's just a way. Yeah, it's a way for them. Uh, to maybe sell more seats um, or or to have an efficient on and off, you know, I don't know. It's fucking. It's not very efficient. No. Right? Nothing's efficient. And I always go right to the exit row usually, and I I hope that the middle seat, you know, stays open. My my thing is I take the first row. First row. So I'm a first fucking guy off of that stinky bird. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to spend another minute on this stinky bird, so I want to be the first guy off. So well, I sit in the front. I'm glad you made her fellow. Um, Thanks. Bud. What an up, what an unbelievable weekend at the Blasio. Uh, shout out to our boy, Tom Riley. Hooked us up with the rooms. Uh, Maxie represented Hall Pass Media. Princey came in, did some social stuff. Uh, it's fun hanging down there at the room, at the round the rink, isn't it? Yeah. And, I, and I feel, I feel more comfortable down there than when we first started doing this gig. When we first started doing it, and even at the all-star game this year, they're like, I want to go down here. I'm like, not really. Now I'm like, yeah, let's, let's just stroll yeah. around here and say hi to Enzo. That's where we belong. Yeah, it's just like we've earned, we've earned our stripes. By yeah, the way. it's fun. Yeah, no, I, there was a lot of respect given to the boys, and even like Max and, and yeah. fucking Princey just walking around and doing their thing. They have the we had our cameras, we had our microphones. We're shooting some stuff. Shout out to EJ and Jackie who had us on, and all the staff from NHL Network. They're awesome. They uh, beautiful set that they had. Nice to pop in and see them. We're going to try to maybe do that again this week in Florida. If yeah. we can make it out till sunrise, half decent time. Probably not going to happen. Yeah, but maybe. I tell you what, the temperature in that barn when I walked in there helped me. You like I, that? I was hung cheese coming to that fucking thing, right? You I, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I woke up. I was, I was, this is when you know you're hungover. When you're too hungover to get an IV. I went, what do I want? Another hour in the sheets here or this girl to come in my room? So I just fucking. So, so how my, do they get the IVs at the Bellage? You just call them? You call them. Jill Lipson was setting it up for me, and I bailed. I said, can I move it to three? Which it wouldn't have worked anyways, because by the yeah. time we got to the barn, and I was big time underdressed, I forgot how close it was to game time. Like, everyone we bumped into wasn't, they were there for the night. No, right? I know. They, yeah, weren't, yeah. they weren't going back. Like, yeah, we, we were going there. back, so we, it was close to game time is all I'm saying. Like, that yeah. five o'clock puck drop in Vegas is nice. 
I agree. Right, you're seeing back. Coach Cassidy there underneath, yep. like that was early. That was yeah. the, the second bus hadn't shown up yet. Yeah, Florida's bus. Um, it reminds you just how early you got to get to the fucking rink back in the day when we played, right? Yeah. Like it was we were there one fifteen, one thirty. Guys were there. Yeah, right. Well, we did our spot at one forty-five, and then we hung out there till probably what three o'clock, three thirty. And at that time, yeah, they were everyone was there. It was it was go time. But to see, you know, Coach Cassidy's press conference the day before, um, you know, when we went to the practice rink, which is a beautiful practice facility. So I'll shout out to Gary Lawless, the lawman. Uh, been a good to the pod, good dude. Um, his, his press conference that we caught up there in the bar, which, by the way, there, there was no booze being sold. So there was a lot of booze that There's just no we couldn't porn. quite get our mitts on it. No one pouring. Yeah, yeah. Um, great, great answers. I thought really authentic. Some fucking knucklehead from Canada asked Hirsch. about Phil Kessel. No, I wasn't Hirsch. Oh. Somebody else asked him about Phil Kessel. What is Phil going to get in the line? Probably some Leafs beat writer from back in the day was like, is Phil going to get out there? Like, they're in the final. The only way Phil's getting in and Phil would be the first one to say this is with an injury. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's that's how he's going to get in. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. Phil's got, what, two cups already and he's going to win a third one here and he's a good team guy. That was the only dumb question I heard when we were in there. But Cassie talking about their power play. I don't know. It was just, it was pretty refreshing to hear him talk like that. I guess I haven't paid that close of a time. I haven't been watching much pressures to be honest. No, but, but these playoffs, um, the podiums and the stages like that, they set a nice little, uh, it's a, it's a perfect way to kind of get the beat on this series, right? Cause you're listening in on, on fresh thoughts from coaches who, who have just come out of either, you know, the coaches are their video meetings. They're sitting, talking with coaches. They're discussing like what kind of message we need to send to the team today. And then it's a game of psychological warfare too, Obi, and you know this, but... On and off the ice, I up. No, it is. The off ice is the way the coaches speak to the media. They, sure. they need to control the narrative of the series. It's, it's, you know, I didn't pay attention this morning, obvious reasons why, but... Um, you well, have bigger things to worry yeah, about, right? Eh? Yeah, and the Live Tour announcing what they did today, yeah. but let's... Um, we'll get into that let's, next week. We're let's a little, be we're, honest. We're a little fresher. We'll get into that next week. Yeah, but let's be honest. That, like, the media, the way the coaches... Uh, I bet you the message from Bruce today was like, we still got to give these guys as much fucking credit. Like Florida, they're a great team. Yeah. Meanwhile, they, you know, they've been, they've been kicking some fucking ass. For sure. You know? Um, you bumped into Sean Burke. I bumped into my former teammate, Ryan Craig. Craiger still looks like he could play. But this other guy that saw you was so ha- – Burke, he was happy to see you too. But this guy that saw you, like when he came across the ice, he's like, hop dog, he gave you a hop. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, and I just immediately was like, Misha, Spengy. The yeah, Spengy. Spengy. When you win, bud, when you win, you build these relationships. And Berkey was our GM. Yeah. Oh, um, that's right. Berkey was our GM. But I also had him as our um, goalie coach in Phoenix when I played there. So he was, uh, at the time, Brizgolov's goalie coach. And, and his um, hands full there. He was, he was a beauty. I, I do remember quick little story without giving too much away about our boy Berkey because he's a legend. Uh, we went to Prague to start the season off and uh, he came over there and this guy was, yeah, obviously the players were enjoying themselves. Berkey was, was out on the town. I mean, Prague, you've been to Prague. Fuck how about it's I, a great time. So the, the co- traded from Tampa to Vancouver. That's yeah. The coaches alone. that we had were all Tennis out having fun somewhere. and yeah, totally. So I, you know, Berkey, Berkey was great. Felt like a teammate, um, complete guys guy. And he, he, the way he spoke to, he's, um, his Great son cup. actually played on our Spengler Cup team, his oldest boy. And now he's got a young boy who's eight years old, and he says he can't keep the pads off this guy. Yeah, he yeah, wants no, to be a goalie, said, too. He said right? he was getting them not the top of the line gear, yeah. making him earn a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that'll boy, Burke. You don't give Smart. him all Yeah, he's like, so I'm You learn something like that. Yeah. Just put the kid in fucking brand new uh, Vaughn, you know? Yeah. 
make them wear the road warrior stuff for a while. How good did that Stanley Cup Stanley Cup patch look on their you know track suits I they were wearing? Know, that's why I, I go. I, I was like, that's a nice looking Stanley Cup patch so, on those track suits. Yeah, obviously you, you watch an NHL practice and you've been in a million of them. Um, you're late for a few too, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> well, just watching these guys out there, knowing that they're three wins away from a cup, it's like, well, yeah, I right? Know. I know. I like, know. I, and and just that that feel of like, you know, so they're smiling and they're just like, let's fucking go. You know how much better it is when you put the laces on, you're snapping it in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the, the, those are the best skates too, right? When you're just touching it, a little flow drill. Were you shocked D -D? how many guys were out skating? Loops would probably lose his mind. If I he was knew shocked how, yeah. how many guys were out there. And I guess that's maybe why I never made it to a Stanley Cup final. But there is, you know, unless the old Barry Trotz rule, maybe. I don't, I don't know how Cassie works. Trotz, he had a great rule in playoffs where either you skate in between game one and two, or you skate the morning of, of game two, yeah. right? So I was obviously a big optional guy, so I would probably skate on the off day and then take my Like morning. a skate today or skate tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Skate good today way to do or it. skate tomorrow. It's nice just having the, the optional. But this Scotty is the optional. final. Like, I don't even know. Trotsky might have changed. Like, I don't know what he did in Washington. A lot of days off, though, in between those games for both teams, right? So they got to stay sharp. You want to stay sharp. And whatever Vegas did the day before their I, game yesterday, they should do every fucking day. Well, we, to we told you. We both kind of came away with the, the look of, like, that team. Yeah. Like, they were on a like, yeah. crispy bike, passing everything perfect. Shot hit the net, boom, boom, boom. Like I was like, wow, these guys are focused. I guess is the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, 100. Uh, speaking about focused, the TNT setup at the T-Mobile was sick. They're like, so what a sick. set where they could sit down there. I mean, our setup was probably a little bit better thanks to Tom Riley, but well, that's a great setup for yeah. those guys. Well, they got the best suite in the house. Yeah, besides um, the ones we were in. Yeah, yes, but but even so, it's but like for for straight media, they had the best setup. Yeah, and it's in the corner, and it's their own like fort. It's like their own little fortress over there. Yeah. I wonder what that even is when it's not, um, to, you know, when this isn't the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Well, what is that? Just one box over there? Probably it's a big fucking box. Yeah, big box uh, in the corner. <laughs> the big box in the corner. <laughs> uh, but uh, there was no booze in there. I heard so we weren't going to go over. Yeah. There. I told, well, us, we need I told us that. He said, no, I had there's some, no booze in the TNT suite. I said, I had about me. five or six of those nice goose IPAs. I mean. You were sliding down the IPAs. It's, it's nice. You know when you've been in bad, you know when you've been on a little bit, or this is just me, maybe this isn't everybody, but the, the game one, I, I, in that suite, drank straight tequila <laughs> with just ice and orange slices, and the guy in there was the same guy. He goes, you want straight tequila again? I go, no, 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 fella. Well, let's talk about this. What should I have? And I said, give me a Diet Coke to start. And then I went, give me a crown and diet in a short glass and I drank those and then made her back to MGM where I thought you were gone. And I was going to have a couple more. Well, I ended up having about, you know, 10 or 12 more. And then, <laughs> I, then I finally went to bed, but they were tasting pretty good. I guess is my point. The yeah. diet. Yeah. But the yeah. whole TNT guys, um, you know, obviously we, we don't have to get in, but we just got to spend some time again with, with, with Wayne. He was awesome. Staying at the Bellagio with us. Yeah. Got to see talks again. Panger. How great of a guy is Darren Pang. Darren Pang's the man. Great guy. Darren Kenny Pace. Albert, we got to talk By to. By the way, Kenny Albert, love Kenny Albert. Great guy. Just quiet, Bumped civilized. Keith Jones. Jonesy was great. Yeah, and I just want to say this for Flyers fans, I'm sure you know that, but that is the right man for the job, right? And I'm going to miss him on, on TNT, and I told him. I said, yeah. Jonesy, I'm going to miss you, but I'm so happy for you. Um, he's the man for the job, and I don't know Danny B like you do, and I'll take your word for it on whatever you think of him, but when it comes to Keith Jones and the relationship that he's built through media, the way he played, he knows the league in and out. He knows the older guys that are running teams. I just think, you know, they're in good shape. It's perfect. Yeah. He checks every box. Yeah. Um, and what he's done is, uh, you know, there's some, there's some guys out there that have presidency jobs 
of hockey operations and you know, that's a title that, what is he even, you know, what yeah, is What's it? his role exactly? What's the role? How much exactly. say does he have or what's going on? If this player sucks, is he the reason like he can, like, you know, how do the protocols go? Totally. Um, I think having two ex-players that both have tons of respect, have had tons of success, have a history in the city. It's just a good, it's a good recipe for uh, getting, moving forward. And the Flyers need to find something that they used to have. They need to bring it back there. And the oh. ownership hasn't been able to do it. Fletcher was the GM before this, so I don't think that uh, they, they could just never really find their footing underneath these guys. So it's been years now. And, and now they yeah. got Torts and this fucking group of guys behind Torts. And I think it's just a great, it's yeah, a great and setup. And what they did, which I love, is they brought ex-Flyers there. But that's right? what I mean. And, yeah. and, and like, listen, I don't know Pat Verbeek from a, from a hole in the wall, but like, to me... Should have been a GM here that was like, you know, Scotty Niedemeyer, right? I know who's still there, but I just, I just, I guess what I'm saying is I, I like guys that are yeah. keeping the organization that have been there, that have had success. I, I don't know. To me, I thought that was a great move by the Flyers. You know what I mean? A great move. Yeah. A great move. And uh, it's funny how Eddie O was chatting about uh, Jonesy o, now. Just, Jonesy's like, Jonesy's got a couple phones now, yeah, you know, yeah. he's got, I don't know which Presidential one. line, he's got yeah. the TNT line. Eh? It's great. So the, the camaraderie, and we talk about this, but TNT's um, the guys who call the game. Yeah. You know, put, put Biz and, and Gretz and Hank aside. Uh, the guys who call the game are as tight group of buddies sitting around either, you know, morning of or after the game, you know, they sit around, they, they know each other, uh, they fucking, they're brothers, totally. you know, it's a great setup. Yeah. They're unbelievable. And uh, you know, Panger's doing a good job interviewing. And then obviously, you know, our girl, Jackie Redmond, she's absolutely killing it. Yeah. I mean, if there's any question who the best female out there is, it's Jackie Redmond. I mean, she's crushing the financial network. She crushed it for TNT. Her questions are on point. She's got good swag. You know, she knows the game. Yeah. She's killing it. I wanted to tell her actually live, but I saw game one when you guys were at the game, she did the intro and she had the fortress behind her and she had the guys with the fucking max and the drums and she did a monologue into the game it was probably 10 minutes before puck drop so right before the anthems and fucking liam threw it to her and she gave this probably two and a half minute fucking hit is that called a monologue no. yeah it was like just a good hit right yeah. like jackie you're up i'm sure she had it in her earpiece sure. jackie you're up and she just went in and, and she ripped it and it was as natural and as to the point with like statistics and stats and the fans. And I was just like, fuck, that was, that was great. Yeah. Like she's a pro. Crispy. Crispy rice. Spicy tuna. tuna. Which we should probably get some in Florida, right? We get some crispy rice spicy yeah. tuna in Florida, yeah. right? Somewhere? I think so, yeah. Somewhere? Fresh sushi. I was going to go for sushi tonight. <laughs> you are, eh? You don't want to fucking lay down and have a nap, do you? Do you not just want to fucking lay down and watch a TV show or something? Oh, no, I fuck, but I can't. What, what do you mean? I can't. Just lay down. I'm fucking kids, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Izzy Beckham, let your dad lay down for a little bit, all right? <laughs> uh, uh, Maxie, let's give a curfew call here for the lads. Obes Nuppy, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> Anyways, the fellas and I are heading down to Bonnaroo uh, this year. Uh, I told them uh, you two are Bonnaroo veterans, so just wanted to check in, see if you had any uh, tips of the trade, and uh, for us single fellas uh, and, uh, and married fellas, uh, what to expect for the uh, talent down there. I uh, heard it's pretty high end. Anyways, fellas, a uh, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Bala. 
Listen, guy. That's a great question too. Dog though. knows more than me, but I would say this: bring lots of gitch, lots of underwear. Like if you think yeah. you got enough pair of underwear, throw double six more up. in there. Yeah, double it up and get a little Johnson Johnson or monkey bum. Throw get the monkey up. butt and lots of socks. Tons of socks. Yeah, and 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 shoes that you just are comfy, like a hiking shoe, a like hike. one that you can walk through the river in, or you can walk through a big Fuck pile it. of shit because <laughs> yeah. you might. Hopefully it's not human shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could get greasy there. Oh, it, it does get Tons greasy. of shirts. Bring, uh, bring. you know, it's a good thing. Fanny pack. Bring fanny pack. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't need to be like a pink one. No. Bring like a no, fucking, fanny pack's bring a black for... camo fucking fanny pack. Um, backpacks are a little tricky. Yeah. Cargo shorts. I was just going to say, I would bring, bring the cargo shorts. Shorts with as many pockets as yeah, you, you can Yeah, you can get. put the Canadips in one. You can roll up the doobies in the other. You could put, you could put four or five beers when you go late night and you, and beers are fucking golden keys there. Yeah. And I'm going to say another thing I, that you know, I'm bandanas. Bandanas. Maybe uh, sweatbands. <laughs> Tennis sweatband. Go Roger Federer <laughs> style. Wet wipes. <laughs> yeah, for what more than. Called? <laughs> no, they're called wet wipes. Yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, else that we yeah, use? Yeah, yeah. Um, Cialis. Yeah. <laughs> hats. 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 Bring some hats. Just a couple of pairs of shades. Bandanas, though, are, for, are key. And, and, and if you can bring a nice sweatband, that's important. Towels. Little towels. Lots little of gum. Towels. Lots of gum. If it gets You're going to see the up dog there. Yeah, the I'm going to be there. I, I may. You know, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I don't know what sort of think about it. Like, like the lineup. I just, you know, I just want to see my morning jacket at the farm one more time. I know I they're going at 1 a.m., but 1 a.m., I know. <sighs> I know. Epic. I know. Uh, thank you for the call. Enjoy Bonnaroo. The updog will be there buzzing around. If you're looking for him, just go to the very last show of the night and go with the guy with the glow sticks, <laughs> and it'll be him. So, Missy Curfew will be right back. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Missy Curfew. All right, up dog. Let's get in the Stanley Cup final here, fellow. Yeah, baby. Uh, I was at game one. You were at game. Uh, I was at game one and two. You were at game two. Um, you know, I think we did a little preview or a little recap, you know, from Vegas. But I, I thought in game one that Florida came out better than expected. I thought they had their legs. I thought they pushed early. Stall got the shorthanded goal, and I thought, oh my god, here we're off the races again, right? We all know what happened in game one, and then game two. You know, Bobrovsky, right? I mean. You don't want to blame him, but he looked human, and he looked human in front of the net, and or, or in the net. Sorry, and um, game two was a beatdown, brother. That was a statement. Uh, okay, just start off here. It's hard to think that this nine, ten day break has not affected Bobrovsky because he's not the same Bobrovsky he was in the first two rounds. Um, that's that's point number one. Two, you know, it's it's the whole team's mindset right now. They're getting beat. They're getting beat all over the ice. Vegas is playing. Um, Vegas is playing a style of hockey that I've actually haven't seen the Vegas Golden Knights play. They're at a level right now where their players are all playing above and beyond what their expectations are. It starts with their fourth line guys who are, you know, playing great minutes and taking ozone draws and starting periods to all their defense who are all big, strong, skating well, shooting the puck, not getting shots blocked. Um, to their goal scorers who are paid to score goals. Marsha Show. Paid to score goals. He's scoring goals. The the odds on favorite to win the Conn Smythe now is Marsha Show after last night. 12 goals. Three goals, four assists in the final. Right now, he's the betting favorite on DraftKings to win the Conn Smythe. I mean, that's a lot of snipes up, dog. It's a lot. It's a lot of snipes, 12. Yeah. 
think uh, Drysaddle's still leading. He's got 13. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Greg said that. Um, Aiden Hill. To me, last night, it could have been, you know, for a while there, it was, it was four, you know, it was four nothing, right? Four one. Yeah. It could have been fucking four three before we knew it. There mm -hmm. was some saves, point blank shots. Um, you know, Bar I thought Barkoff uh, made a couple plays that were, uh, there they were cross crease plays and fucking the shots. Aiden Hill was so just stoned and no rebounds. But kids, he's athletic goalie. Buddy, I told Big you, boy. He, he made some athletic saves in game two with his glove that I hadn't seen him make ever, really. Like, I, I, the one thing to me was, you know, he doesn't, he's a blocker, but rebound control. And we talked about Stuart Skinner, and, you know, I'm sure he's a good guy with a sick duster, but come on, man. And him and Hill have a similar game. You got to control your rebounds, and Aiden Hill is doing that. He's feeling it. There was a comment from him today, Uppy, that said, this is the highlight of my life. I'm enjoying every single moment of it. But to your point... And if, you know, we're on the, you know, you got the bus and 10 t-shirt on, which is sick tee. Um, I think flying back today, I say, boys, we had some chances, right? If you're Chucky and Monty, we had some chances, boys. We outshot yeah. them. Yeah. Right? Listen, and until you lose at home, the old saying is you're not, you know, a series doesn't start until you lose at home. I do expect a game three bounce back. But like you said, man, Vegas seems to be a well-oiled machine right now. And we did see Big Walt. Heading over to game two, and he gave us a great fella from the escalator. Yeah, from the escalator, he did. He went fella, and then the beauty. He goes. By the way, I don't like your guys' fucking prop bets. Have a little fucking faith, will <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, I took Panthers uh, puck line, fella. I got the first period over, over Panthers yeah, puck line. He saw mine, which yeah. yours hit, mine hit. Unbelievable. Same game parlay. Draft kicks, baby. Unbelievable that Redmond asked us on NHL that afternoon. Like, and I'm like, honestly, the updogs hit probably six or seven. That was probably your seventh yeah. or eighth. I don't I think I've only hit maybe three because they're not easy. And sure enough, and buddy, this is you fucking text Max. There's three minutes left. And you're like, winner, winner, chicken dinner. And I'm like, that fucker shouldn't have texted you that. Right. And there's like 20 oh. seconds. There's like five seconds left. Less, less than, less five than seconds. that. And someone takes a rinky dink shot that hits a fucking stick. And Aiden Hill doesn't see it, and it just hits his shoulder. And me and Max are like, "Oh my god, that would have been because you had Vegas last goal." Yeah, yeah, fucking right, baby. So it was just no, it was it was great. great bet, great bet. Uh, we did well. Yeah, I did well in my bets yesterday. The over five and a half. Wow, total in the first period one point five over the posted total. This is now fourteen, I believe, of fifteen yeah, games for the Las like Vegas that. Golden Knights have gone over the first period total. Yeah, Joe Schmoozy, Joe Moody loves it. Um, the boys at the Bay Club have been hammering the first I, period overs. They it love was, it. Yeah. That and the spark plugs those boys love. Um, I want to ask you about the Barbershev hit on your old buddy Gudis. I thought, I thought, listen, I thought Gudis was on a mission in game two to try to put somebody up in our fucking yeah. suite. Like he was just absolutely flying all over the place. Um, what a hit by Barbershev. Yeah. As much as Do you, you think probably he's... hate Gudis, and I didn't really, I, I didn't, I hope he's okay, but I think that kind of, you know, the Panthers bench might have went, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, those are hits. Um, anyone who's ever played the game, that cold shoulder, that one where you think you got a guy and he buries his edges in the ice and it's like hitting a, uh, a semi-truck. And he got him square right between the chest and his head, you know, fell back. And, and Barbashev, man, he's been... Oh, he's been unbelievable. He's but and he's got an edge. He plays with an edge. He's big he, time. He goes to the net. You see, he, he was taught the right way how to play hockey. Like he... Big. He's um, 
He's a, not only is he a great kid, but he plays the right way. He doesn't fucking cheat. No. He doesn't complain. He just fucking puts his head down and works, and he's getting rewarded for it, Opes. You play up and down the lineup. Yeah. You want to give Kelly McCrimmon, and we'll see. They start two wins away, but that, you know, we were talking, and, and you know, Gretz again, we were talking about Barbashev, and people were talking about Timo Meyer, and Timo Meyer's a great player, but me and you both agreed that Barbashev was a, you know, I should have been he was high the pickup. Yeah, yeah, he's been unbelievable. Um, and then obviously, you know, a couple of our buddies, a couple of our good buddies, <clears throat> Chucky's hit on, on Ike's. Um, listen, I, I, I thought, you know, first of all, I hope Ike's is okay was the first thing I thought, but you know, it loses his balance, great hit. Um, you know, then all hell broke loose, and you know, Ike's went back and regrouped and came back, and they, you know, I'm, I'm gonna give him a, a beer when we do our get this guy a beer segment, but like. That's hockey, man. Yeah. You know, if you look at the clip where Ike's gets hit and he goes, like, yeah, yeah. Finally, he goes, yeah, if he's winded, like, I think he was winded. He was winded. He was winded. So there, you know, you, 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 hits, you, though, right? you see the hit and you can speculate as much as you want on what he might have hurt. His fucking shoulder looked like it got put on backwards. Like, yeah. So the shoulder, the right knee, the right knee was a little concerning. Like, man, and it was, he was tripping. And trying to get out of the way at the same time when Maddie just had him lined up. And but Maddie took one and a half strides as yeah. clean as it could and be. Maddie kept his he arms even down. let even like he, he let up. up a little bit on him, right? He let up on him because he th- I think he realized Ike's in a vulnerable position. But and only Ike's would know this, but I think he lost his edge because once he kind of like realized, oh, and he kind of fall and then it was too late. It was he started to pick up speed, and Jack Eichel can get to full speed in like quickly. two strides. He was in full speed, and Matt Maddie was just like, uh oh. Boom. Boom. Like when Jack Eichel gets his legs and his edges going, he is going fast, fast. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty- it's it's top speed, really like in one in one stride. It's wild. Um, but man, just wrong place, wrong time. But great, like you said, great interview after yeah. Jackie grabs him, Panger grabs him. He has he has, you know, the right intention to either say, fucking guy. It's a physical. It's he a could have, he could have said fucking what the hell? Yeah. He goes. I, you know what? Fucking hit me. Woke me up. I had to go in the dressing room yeah. for a bit. And for I, you people out there that all oh, the physical, like that's Jack Eichel, who's a superstar, second overall pick. He, 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 he realizes hockey is a physical game. Yeah. We don't ever want to lose that. No, we don't want anyone to get hurt, but fuck. It was a great response for him. It was, it was unbelievable. And I'm glad he's okay. And when you did say to me, you're like his neck obes, I was like, I forgot him. Just not that I forgot, obviously, but it yeah. slipped my mind about everything he went through. So I'm glad. His, so one more thing is his first shift in the third period, he yeah, brings the puck player. all the way down the ice, pulls up. I think Carrier comes in, pokes it out. Ikes gives it to fucking Marsha Show for a second of the game, and that put them away. That was oh, the yeah. 5-1 fucking dagger. Got me my over five and a half <laughs> goals. And, but, but just that shift, watching that shift, I knew that the Vegas Golden Knights were going to win the Stanley Cup. When Jack Eichel came back like that, and he's like, fuck you, it could have been, what, what if he's out? If Jack Eichel's out, the series can, they're well, going back to Florida when, without their best player. When, when the hit happened, you said that yeah. could turn the series around. And I thought but the same the first thing. But when I saw Ikes come back out, walking out for the third, I was like, all right. That first shift, but it, yeah. man, he was, he just said, fuck it. I'm going. Yeah, man, it was a great response. And up dog, I just wanted to say to the Vegas fans, and shout out to uh, DJ Joe Green, the Gold Knights <laughs> DJ, who absolutely sends it. You want to talk about National League crispy? Get the boys going. It is loud. It is good tunes. Yeah. It is, and the fans. I mean, it was, 
and it yeah. helps when your team's up seven yeah. two or whatever. But still, totally. like it, it was a great atmosphere. And thanks to the Vegas Golden Knights and their whole organization, they've been unbelievable to us, man. Like let us use a studio. Uh, they've been great to our podcast. But anyways, man, it was it was a treat. It was a great atmosphere in that barn. So um, I think game three in Florida is going to be great too. I, I can't wait. wait to get into that barn. I can't wait to to see Thorny and some other guys. You obviously you know more people than I did, but um, Panthers fans, get rocking. Get fucking rocking. This, you know, it's, they're down two, but let's get them rocking here. So I can't wait for it. Up Absolutely, bud. It's going to be um, fun. Get this guy a beer presented by our good friends at Labat Blue. Lablewski. Um, First, Chase Stillman of the Peterborough Peets. Uh, I played with Chase's uncle, Sean Stefanski in Kingston. He was my boy. We had so many good times. I used to go to... Uh, Corey Stillman, Chase's dad's yeah. cottage. Up you played with him too, though, right? I just I played against Corey Stillman. I never played. Good player, man. Yeah. But his Fuck. cottage was National League. Oh, fucking right. But anyways, um, what a hit by Chase. What a big fight. First round of the New Jersey Devils. Uh, get this kid a about blue. He's going to be a player. Uh, can't wait to see him play at the next level. But that was uh, that was something special. Yeah, and absolutely, bud. Just like I said, uh, give our boy Jack Eichel a about blue. I'm sure he had maybe a glass of red wine or something, but... Get him a get him a blue light. Uh, came back, said all the right things. Uh, said they got a lot of work to do still. It's only two games, so Ike's proud of you. Uh, way to fucking compete. And if Chucky's got his head down, maybe give him a little yeah. back of his taste, a little medicine, right? And I love Chucky, but that's hockey. I mean, that's that is hockey. hockey. That's two kids that know each other well and U.S. born studs, and they they fucking they're playing for the cup, man. Anything yeah. goes. No, there's no friends out there. Yeah. And if we're giving out blue lights, let's give Tom Riley a blue light too. Hey, let's give Tom Riley a blue light. Tom Riley, have a couple blue lights. Let's eh? get Tom Riley Come a blue on. light. So, um, milk carton time presented by our good friends at Life Force promo code curfew. curfew. I wrote this in my notes, and then I was riding home or just got back to the bar, and I was watching Gretz on TNT, and Gretz was talking about Chris Rooney giving out the ten minutes minutes conducts, and he said, "I haven't seen something since '76." And then we bumped into Gretz, and I said, "Gretz, I, I just wrote it in my notes." So Chris Rudy, who's a good guy, I got to meet him at Broadway's um, uh, funeral. Chris gave me a lot of penalties, but I'm putting you on the yeah. milk carton <laughs> for giving out all those tens, man. What the, I mean, I get that you want to just keep the game under control, but you can't just give a guy a ten for pushing somebody, can yeah. you? No, like he but- was just like this up. He was tossing everyone. <laughs> there was nobody left. I don't know. To me, I was like, he's I never- like. You say some. Yeah, you're out. You you're were there. Right? Yeah, you had, you were trying to make your bird. It yeah. was. But there was, it was about four guys left on the Florida bench for the last two minutes of the game. It was comical, man. This yeah. every time there was a like half a scrub, he's like, "You're gone. Whoop, you're gone." <laughs> he kicked out Eric Stahl at the face off. He kicked out somebody else. He was like, just, just out of the game. Dimes, yeah. just fucking like this. You're gone. <laughs> so Rudy. You're on the milk carton. Fella. Yeah, yeah. Rudy, he's still a good guy. Yeah, he's a good I guy. mean, Steve Kazari. Steve was out there too, right? Was yeah, Steve. Nice. Well, it was Rudy doing it. Yeah. It was Rudy just like, that's great. See you later. So, uh, milk cart presented by Life Force. And then back up the Brinks truck, baby. Cole Caulfield. Eight years, 67 bananas. I mean, whoa. Whoa was right. Whoa. Kid's a stud. That's a nice contract. Eddie loves him. Joel Edmondson loves him. We spent a little time with Eddie up the Memorial Cup, and he said, uh, you know, this kid, updog, this kid is, he's a beauty. He enjoys it. He's highly skilled, good good young player, and I'm happy for kids like that. Yeah. And I, when, I, when I respect a, a teammate of mine that tells me something about a young kid and it's, it's in a positive way, I, I feel like we did our job, Obes. I feel yeah. like, you know, when we, we, when we left the game, we left a good impression on, on these guys. 
and now they're doing it to the to the youth and that's uh that's how the world goes around but yeah i forgot to put somebody on the milk carton here it's going to tee us up to our last point but congrats to cole caulfield dust off the imx get the boys to take yeah. care of a team dinner that's a lot of bananas come on the pot tease me up to last but not least brad tree living a guy that you got lots of respect for we had talked about it that the rumors it's a done deal Brad likes the hot seat, I think. Hey, he goes in Calgary. He's Smart got to guy, Johnny. But now I he mean, comes in and he's got to sign Matthews. He's a stuff. good. Uh, he's a good executor, man. Like he's he likes the CEO position. Like he wants to be the guy. And now he's got the he's the he's got guy the title now. He's the guy, all right. Uh, he's got a big job to do in the next few weeks here. Yeah, pretty I'm, interesting stuff. His coming press up. conference was great. He said, you know, um, get to know Austin Matthews and this and that and. I don't know. We'll see what he does. We'll see how he handles it. Um, you know, obviously today there were some, you know, some moves being made with the Flyers and LA and, you know, Jonesy and DB getting some draft picks and Provorov to Columbus. And the rumor is Babcock's coming there July 1. And um, offseason's approaching quickly. So we'll see uh, how Brad does it. But I, I wish him the best of luck. I think he's a great guy. I don't know personally if I would have dove into the, to the, Deep end or shallow end? What do you want to call it? Deep yeah, end? yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. it's deep end if you're, you're going to drown. But um, yeah, we'll see how it works out. We'll see, we'll, see, we'll see how it works out. I wish him the best of luck, but I hope he does something big. Big blockbuster. Just to stir up the city. Just Cause a fucking uproar in Toronto. Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you know, get people out on the streets. Yeah, and get Dumba's agent on the phone and ask him how much he wants. Or they need a right hand. I read today end. something at Eklund, I, this guy, Eklund. You remember him probably. But uh, who? he. Uh, Eklund, he's a guy, he's actually a Philly guy. Okay. Um, a lot of rumors he throws out there. Love but it. Uh, it was Carlson and a first rounder for Marner or Nylander. <laughs> I don't know. You don't remember. I don't know. Don't no, know. it was, there was a couple guys, a highly touted prospect, mm-hmm. Marner and some of them. Yeah. No, it'll, it'll be interesting to, to see what plays out. But uh, I, I like Brad. I thought he answered the questions all the right way. So uh, Updog will keep her short and sweet today, like the, like we said. Yeah, our fans don't it's, need to listen to us blabber on for too fi- much longer. It's the final. Rest is a weapon, right? That's true. Take the light, the light skate. I got to um, get home, find the new key, um, <laughs> you know, do some laundry. And, and we're the right road back again. on a bird tomorrow. And they hit the road again. Yeah. Right back to Florida. So looking forward to it. Max Binger, Hall Pass Media. Appreciate it. That was Missing Curfew. Fellas. In a white room with black curtains near the station.